Welcome back, everyone, to Anime Was Not a Mistake, our humble little anime retrospective podcast, once mm. again veering dangerously <laughs> off the road uh, to not anime as we continue our Sinister Six event once again. This is our fourth one, correct? I mean, eighth in total. Eighth in total, yeah. but fourth Sinister Six uh, programming block. Yeah, and I'm, of course, go baby go, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. <laughs> <laughs> go baby Go! And me, I'm just a, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man uh, in the market for a, a house that really embodies the kaiju genre. But uh, if you could help me with that, by all means, I, I might have a guy who, who knows a guy. Um, but as always, you know, the Sinister Six will be, uh, you know, we each bring three movies to the table, and yes. then the other person randomly selects them. So six in total, all bad, quote unquote, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into that in a moment, but as always, do we have any anime, life, or video game news to discuss before we get started? You know, I, I've gone blank to have nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything exciting or noteworthy has happened to me. I did catch up on a old horror movie that I've been meaning to watch called, oh my god, I can't even remember the name now, The Black Messiah? And it's like super cinematic for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's like a random 80s horror that's like very vintage, but like the shots in it are incredible. There's um, a death scene in a supermarket and a death scene in a movie theater mm-hmm. that's just shot incredibly well. So I think I might bring that to the podcast one day. I can't say much for story, though. It's kind of like lacking in that department. Mm-hmm. But the visuals are c'est magnifique, as they say. <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been uh, reading up on Dune. I've been continuing the Dune trek. Of course. For uh uh, auspicious means, and I've been planning our holiday celebrations. <laughs> and we, they are, they are a plenty. Yeah, so. I sent a letter round. <laughs> <laughs> the postman came knocking. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I may be a month ahead of schedule, but we're doing it. We're um, getting there. Yeah, no, that will be that will be a fun time yes. for all, I think, and hopefully our listeners as well. The clowns uh, various may soon return. <laughs> We heard you, yeah. fans. <laughs> we heard your cries for stop, and we ignored them. <laughs> IGN put out an article. They've heard the angry people, but they don't care. They don't so. want to listen. Um, so, yeah, it was it was kind of an uneventful week for me as well. I've uh, still been going through JoJo's and uh, Ranking of Kings, as well as, you know, the uh, episode prep for... The stuff we have coming next in between 
now in the the holiday uh holiday i'm not gonna say spooktacular again. no no i mean uh, in some cases it could be a spooktacular yeah the, yeah. the, the holiday uh, snow palooza whatever we are calling it it's just odd that we had uh vampire sember <laughs> vampire vember last year yeah at this time well no, 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 again some yeah. of our best content but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of which, last week's Sinister Six episode might be one of the best episodes we've done. Yeah, a crowning jewel, um, I think. And I'll get to that in a moment, mm-hmm. but uh, but otherwise... What can I say? I got good taste, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, otherwise, um, this week has mostly been dedicated to video games. Uh, uh, we share one in common, yes. but I'll mention the other one first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original Knights of the Old Republic came out on the Switch, and I... Don't need to talk it up, but <laughs> phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. If you want an RPG to play, you don't even really need to know anything about Star Wars because it's its own mm. thing set in the distant past, and it's it's just a fantastic RPG. Mm. It's, you know, it, I, I have played it a lot of times over the years. Um, when I was younger, I did not have a professional Grant gaming rig, so... I didn't get a great experience from it then. Um, still fascinated by the story. I've always loved the characters and the story, but I could never enjoy it on like a certain level because it, you know it, I, I wasn't running it on the best stuff. Uh, then an Xbox 360 version came out, um, or backwards compatibility with the original Xbox. Uh, that also wasn't ideal, but played it again on that, and then I even played the mobile phone version a few wow. years ago. They got you. Um, but the Switch version is, I would say, very comfy to play. I've encountered no problems. It kind of lends itself to you like mean the it can little play a twenty-year-old game. It can. Huh. <laughs> you would you wouldn't know it to look at it, no. but um, it yeah, it, it's just uh, truly. A, a, a critical a Dan Ryan game, mm. and I, I wholeheartedly recommend it for everyone. Mm. Um, and adjacent to your Star Wars, I, I hate to Star Wars mm-mm. stag from you, but um, uh, Drag Race had a Star Wars challenge, oh, the third did. season of UK, yeah. and it was the best acting challenge for some reason. <laughs> you know, I if you would have told me years ago in the runway, it was a it was an Oompa Loompa versus Kate Winslet from Titanic because mm-hmm. the category was scene stealers, and they were all movie references, but. Yes. Uh, they combined Doctor Who, Star Wars, and bits of Alien into an acting challenge featuring the likes of Bra Barella, Baby Yolo, and Darth Shader mm-hmm. in Bra Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just amused. I was like, "Well, this'll get Dan once in a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snag him yet." You know, we had a the Metroid reference last week on Dragula. Yeah. So. Every day we get closer to Drag's light yeah. taking over. And every day, a little bit of sci-fi just creeps its way into your otherwise like pristine yeah. bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's gotten through the shields, and now it's... <laughs> it moved too slow. Yeah. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So, wholeheartedly recommend that. Um, I guess other video game thing we should address is uh, Pokemon Leaks. Mm. Um, <laughs> as I have, as I have uh, argued, I will of course be playing it. I'm shocked. I I am very excited for it. But if it is not looking like your thing, then then you don't have to dabble. Um, because it's made Giratina so tiny, Dan. They, well, yeah, everyone's tiny. Mm. Everyone's everyone's kind of the the wrong scale, and um, like. 
it's kind of weird going to that from like let's go pikachu and yeah. eevee even that i've seen like a resurgence of like wow look how they did the gym designs in this and yeah here it's just oh it's the diamond and pearl gym designs yeah and i and i would have figured that if we were ever going to get you know remakes it would still be not maybe with all the let's go mechanics but it would be in that style because mm. it was you know the block map and everything was in let's go it was just upgraded mm-hmm. um so this the brilliant diamond and shining pearl have been a series of odd choices um i'm again i'm the shill for that series i'm still going to play it yes. i'm going to enjoy every second of it because mm-hmm. i i have not dabbled back in Sinnoh in a long time um you know diamond was a was a formative pokemon game for me so it, it it's 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 a must but mm-hmm. it is certainly a remake of diamond and pearl mm-hmm. it is it is kind of an, an upscaled diamond and pearl with uh i guess the underground mixed in um other quality of life <laughs> enhancements and, mm-hmm. and 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 this is this is like Earlier in the week, uh, when we were exchanging uh, guffaws in the Stantler and Waldorf uh, uh, commentaries about this, you know, uh, the subject of remakes came up. Um, And I think my exact quote was, they can butcher this, and I hope they get review bombed, because I want Gen 5 remakes to succeed. Yes. That's all I want. We, we, uh, wholeheartedly, we want that. That is the one that is near and dear to our hearts. This isn't giving me hope, though. Um, but, you know, whenever these, these, like, uh, this, by the way, this remake rant will kind of be my tangent for today. Okay. Um, because I figure it's going to occupy a lot of time. We're gonna go, (laughs) we're gonna uh, delve down into the darkness. Oh, no. uh, Come back up with our other video game discussion, Uh, then go back down into the pit with the Sinister Six. uh, Um, so, so remake discussion. I've been thinking about this throughout the week. Um the uh with the pokemon games we 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 are both um lifelong fans of it and again similar with zelda we are both of the age group where we were just at the right ages when these original things came out and then we've also gotten you know we've had the wherewithal to enjoy the remakes of those things coming out mm-hmm. and you kind of have to wonder looking at the overall track record um like like what game freak sees these remakes as mm-hmm. um like fire red and leaf green the first ones yes uh served a purpose they they uh, ruby and sapphire couldn't provide all the pokes because mm-hmm. they had to switch the software from the the game boy color to the, the game boy advance couldn't send things forward so you need kanto in there to supply everyone that's missing and mm-hmm. you need the sevi islands functionally to finish off the Johto people. Yeah. And a little bit extra. It's yeah. like, oh, something new. Cool. And the Sevi yeah. Islands remain yeah. my favorite post-game thing. Like really? They, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I mean, obviously, I, I gotta, you know, Kanto being in the gold and yeah. silver is my... I was my, about to say, like... Come that That's yeah. top tier, yeah. but for me. But the in terms of, like, a, a unique post-game area, All right. the Sevi Islands were All always, right. like, a favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, but they, they functionally had a purpose. Mm-hmm. And then... Heart gold, soul silver, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, and then some. The uh, best. Built on everything, improved everything, added. Following Pokemon things. Battle <laughs> Frontier. Yeah, Battle Frontier. That Safari Zone yep. with like the the shifting it's all sections here, and everything. 
And and that that one seemed like, you know, we're going to remake this as like a love letter to what we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Like this is Gold and Silver were going to be our finale originally. We're going to go back to it mm-hmm. and we're going to make it like the sizable end cap for mm-hmm. um, you know, Gen 4 as we move into cuz then we're going to do a soft reboot yep. sort of and then we're yep. going to go to the Pokey United States for for Unova. Mm-hmm. And then and then Oros happens. They were fine. And yeah, yeah, and enjoyable in their own way. They they integrate the mega evolution. They aesthetically mm-hmm. update everything. Yeah. Uh, which was one of my favorite parts of remakes is the, the redone artwork and everything and the mm-hmm. redone locations. A lot of people didn't like the chibi though, even me. I was like, eh. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> similar, I mean, yeah. the same as, like, kind of like an improved XY engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, we had the copy and pasted Battle Mizon, and we had yeah. the which the model, good. The, the model of the battle tower saying that we're going to yeah. build this eventually, but, but they never did. They didn't. So, people, you know, and then when that came out, people were discussing, like, you know, I think they even asked, like, Mitsuda or whatever, um... You know why? Why cut the Battle Frontier uh, when previous remakes have included the third game's content and everything? And he's like, "Oh, well, kids these days don't like that. Mm. You know, it's not going to. It's not going to. To you know, add anything to it. They just want to be done with it." Um, which was weird because Yoke High Watch also had a, a like a sort of a Battle Frontier. You, you would know. Well, I didn't play the one that it's in, but it was they did add it. So there was, for all the copying that Pokemon did of of like there was that weird stretch where Yokai Watch was going to like be the Pokemon killer. Yes. And then Game Freak with Gen Seven kind of copied a lot of what Yokai Watch was doing at the time, mm-hmm. like with the 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 Rotom decks and the the you know mm-hmm. a lot of bits and pieces of it. Um, so, you know, clearly people will use a post-game if you just put it in there. Yeah, but it costs money and takes time, Dan. Yeah, and, and now we come to, to BDSP, and it is, like, even the aesthetic improvements of Platinum have been left out. Yeah, like, which is the most... If it was just a Platinum remake, I think it would go down easier. Yeah. That's in my opinion, because I love Platinum. I loved how they upgraded things a bit. They had a Giratina in the story. They got new outfits, new new decks with more pokies in it. Yeah, and and it, I mean even even on like a smaller scale, like with Platinum, they went in and they gave like the buildings the aesthetics that they were intended to have. Like Team Galactic's base has like a, a creepy sci-fi aesthetic to mm-hmm. it. Whereas in Diamond and Pearl, for whatever reason, the assets they used... It's just a normal building. Yeah. And then for this remake, they went and used the original, like, mm. generic house-looking thing for all that stuff. And it's like... It, it, it just... It, 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 Pokemon is one of those things, like like Star Wars and, and um, many other franchises that you and I have dabbled in. Uh, you know, especially, like, even with Disney stuff, mm. where we're probably never going to get a ton of insight into why certain decisions are made. Yeah, and I mean, I hate to bring it up every podcast, but this is kind of the Kingdom Hearts problem, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, I mean, I'm not a Disney person. I like the movies, but I'm not, like, an avid, I'm gonna go to Disney as an adult person mm-hmm. um, fan. And Kingdom Hearts really, like, Kingdom Hearts 2, Pinnacle, 
It's like, oh, this is a video game featuring mm-hmm. two properties that I love blending them together. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, we all know it. It was kind of disappointing. But mm-hmm. they, they made up for it somewhat in the end. If anything, it made it more confusing in the long run of things. But I I sat by and I bit my tongue and we'll never know the... The true reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those, when you have a company that plays things close to the chest, you're not going mm-hmm. to... And that's that's what I'm, like, curious about. Like, why, you know, within the same gen, Platinum comes out and all of the aesthetics are updated, seemingly with, with assets that took more time. Mm. So maybe it was things that could have been in DP but were cut because yeah. they just didn't have the resources or the time to do it. Yeah. But then, like, that's not the intended vision. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like unless someone else handled the direction of Platinum while yeah. the, the A-team was working on... Well, they gave on... it to a different company, right? Well, these remakes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like Devos or something cute like that. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's ICLA, I yeah. think. Uh, who pr- I, I don't know what they've done previously. Hmm. I should have looked into it. But, um, I, I mean, like, in-house. When they uh. went from, from Diamond and Pearl to platinum was like the b team touching things up for platinum when heart gold and soul silver were being made and that's why they don't see it as like you know if if masuda is going over here and and helping this other company do it Mm -hmm. is he not using the platinum stuff because maybe he didn't have a hand in it i like that it's it's weird little things like that that I I, I, I ponder, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's the nature of how they want to present things. So if I had the license, I would give it to you, Dan. <laughs> I know you would do good by Pokemon. <laughs> I would I would be elevated to God status. Point. <laughs> I would I, I would uh, I don't want to spoil too much of Doom, but I don't I know. Would... I think you'd pull an aviator and you get too close to the sun. Oh no, definitely, definitely yeah. within a couple years, definitely that yeah, would I'd be. Go into, it was a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I no, I would be I would be locked in a room watching Ice Station Zebra on repeat. Yeah. Just you know, it, it would inevitably. Um... Also, you know, again, not to spoil too much of Doom, but I would, I would, you know, genetically end up as a giant worm king. Well, uh, yeah, I, don't worry, I've seen the the costumes for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah that were referenced. Uh, you know, uh, re- really a uh, a Pyrrhic victory, but mm. you know, yeah. I, I would, I, I guess, I would come out on top, yeah. but but be sad. Yeah. Um, but at it, what cost? Dan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what at what cost to the galaxy? Yeah, would that know. Uh, you know happen? But um, but yeah. Uh, you know, I think easy segue into to uh, extra content. Mm-hmm. You and I have both been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and thank God for Animal Crossing. Bless it; it really fights the doldrums away. Yes. Um, I mean, of course, we've been playing the Happy Home Designer Paradise expansion excessively. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I have to ask you, Dan, what are some of your favorite designs that you came up with? Because today, Walt the Kangaroo suggested an Edo period film set. And I oh. think it's just perfection. I was like, this is beautiful. I would be excited to get that Yeah, one. I was like, oh my, because I like Walt, because he's the, the grumpy kangaroo with the scar over his eye. And I was yeah. like, well, what do you want here? And he said, an Edo period film set. I said, oh, I'll hook you right up. No, I would I would be thrilled to get that one. Yeah. I, I have gotten some, like, uh, uh, what's, uh, Tian Shang, who mm-hmm. is like the monkey king, had mm-hmm. me design, like, his uh, peach Shangri-La mm-hmm. place, and I... I guess as part of his item set, I got like the little miniature mountain. Wow! So I the put it mountain, yeah. Yeah, I put it like in the cla- like on a cloud floor wow. with the mountain peak rising. Yeah, we're gonna up. have to go uh, to each other's uh, houses and judge. Yeah, no, I was, yeah. I was like, it was, yeah. just, it was just that was. I mean, my cafe is pretty cute. The blue velvet. 
<laughs> Mine is a cafe. Uh, I named it after the King Kong octopus. Utaco. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have um, uh, an Italian restaurant called. Uh, it's like Mangiana Su or something. It's like eat and shut up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I sent people, but my uh, my uh, my restaurant. I went with a diner. Um, mm. And it's got like the the moving train car wall, oh. so it's like a kitschy local diner with like the neon signs and the booths, and it's got like the the New Jersey diner like dessert case up front, mm-hmm. and then you know the it, cashier the, the, that glares at you menacingly, like the crane machines blaring I love right it. next to the. I love it. It's the Kane University diner. I love it. But I have just I I it just <laughs> it's consumed us. Dude. It has it has consumed like it is it is just I forgot how relaxing that that happy home designer and thing then was. the more you play the more your teammates like break out of their shells to talk to you yeah like Wardell's like you want to go chill on the beach friend yeah and then he reflects on life oh. gives you the ability to add ambient sound <laughs> so Nico builds you things I'm still waiting for that hospital and the clothing boutique to open <laughs> yeah no I'm waiting for those too yeah but I'm doing at least one a day there's a lot of items and then eventually you get like the ability to order those items mm-hmm. so I mean it's great like and this will affect my home island in the days forward. There's, I don't see a pause in it. Okay. I mean, I feel bad for the other video games like Tales of Arise and Neo: The World Ends with You are sitting <laughs> gathering dust, and I feel their presence. And then we got Elden Ring coming, and oh, it's just not going to bode well for them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry to say. No, it's not. <laughs> May it's Grand not. shoot me <laughs> with an arrow. The slings and arrows of Grand Faroque, but <laughs> yeah, I well I, again, I have managed to balance between. Some of Knights of the Old Republic, mm. mostly all Animal Crossing, yes. and then still Kingdom Hearts. Um, oh, well, but... I'm happy you're still trucking through, but I, I mean, I still have yet to find that balance in my life. Maybe I have to do, like, every other day. Yeah. And switch. Tales of Arise is probably my least fright. Not that I don't not that I don't enjoy mm. it so far, but, like, I... I, I don't know. It, it hasn't, like, clicked with me just yet. Hmm. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it, it uh... Yeah, but we got, there's so much, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, I also have to, mm. it's all this, uh, Animal, Cro- much. A- Animal Crossing came out and just fucking steamrolled it. To design, we stood no chance to <laughs> stupid little uh, houses, houses for these animals that, <laughs> that we will never see. <laughs> just, 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 you know, there's just over spend... 400 animals. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, what so happens if you design for them all? I don't, what, what does happen if you design? <laughs> My for God, them? what happens? Um, and then and then like the whole roommate system, like you could you could. Oh, put I them got in my the... first roommates, and I was just like, I don't have time. <laughs> I was like, stick them together. I made a I made a eighties like Technicolor because I was like, you seem good enough. I tried to scan in Judy, but she was packing that day. I was like, Judy would be the perfect one for this. Yeah, but she was not available. So I was like, you, you cow, what do you want? It was a literal cow, not a, calling them a cow. Yeah, they're like, I want a farm core. So I made an eighties farm core joint room, and I'm just stuck them in there. Yeah, uh, no, I texted you that I, uh, I I put, it was like Snooty and a, I think Stella, like a pink sheep. Yes. So I made them the pink Stella! ladies. Uh, I did the pink ladies and I gave uh, them a Golden Girls retirement uh, home. <laughs> it's, it's too like, much. It's We're like, grown men. <laughs> we should not be consumed by Animal Crossing like this. 
it was just like it's just one of those things where I'm sitting there. No, we're up for hours. I'm sure. Like if we were in the same room, I'd be like, "Don't put that there. Put that away." Yeah, yeah. no, because yeah. we're both that type, and it's yeah. just like I'm sitting there for, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Three hours, four hours later, <laughs> you know. And I don't. Uh, and I at one point I because I guess whenever you hit a certain milestone, it like uh, like Lottie or whatever. You know, you get a break to, yeah. to develop, like, some plot thing or whatever. Uh-huh. And I thought, like, oh, God, is it stopping me from playing because, like, the timer <laughs> yeah. kicked her? Like, gee, Grandpa, you spent a lot of time in this house. Uh, but, like, but no, it, it doesn't, it, uh, luckily. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it has been a delight so far. Uh, at a cost, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, know, they saw us coming with that. They did. So <laughs> Never stood a ghost of a chance. Then. Oh, what can you do? Uh, well, but with that, uh, shall we get into Sinister Six? Torture me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so again, a few things to preface. A yes. few, few asterisks. I have to. I have to stamp onto the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I think last week was one of the best episodes. Yeah, we've I would have to say I really enjoyed watching that with you, and yeah. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Even though I've seen that movie and I love that movie, I was yeah. like, oh, it clicked. This is like what we wanted. That's like the vibe I was seeking. Exactly, and 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 whatever whatever vibe it was, and whatever whatever was in the water that day, <laughs> we produced. I think some great comedy. I I think that that you know I, I would rank that among my fave episodes wow. now. Um, I do not think that what I have in this bag mm. will produce anyone's favorite episode. Uh oh. Um, because uh, <laughs> there are certain movies. Um, you know, again, we, we have the, the pot of three mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe others. Sci-fi, horror, action, adventure. Yeah. Well, in this case, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's sci-fi, action, and adventure. Uh. Um, now the, the previous three times that you have selected from my pot. Yes. Uh, you, I was warned. <laughs> yes. You, you, you have always picked, uh, the newest edition. Wow. You, you've always, uh, so far picked... The most recent Blu-ray that I added to the that's to the odd because kind of sort of you have too, and I like changed the paper and everything. Yeah. like I didn't make it. I made them all in the same paper at the same time. Yeah. Oh, huh. well, that's that's really odd. Interesting development. Yeah. But, but you know, so uh, you know, arguably each time you have picked the one that I'm the most excited to showcase. Mm. Um, what remains? Are things that have been in there since the beginning. Yes. Uh, plus Popeye days. <laughs> you know, pl- plus another one that I don't have physical media of, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll see if you if you pick that. But uh, the, the other two are like, you know, uh, when I think back to last week's episode, I'm like, I need to I need to stock this with with things that will razzle dazzle everyone. Yeah. Um, but then. I go to remove the movies, and a voice from beyond stops me. Don't! Uh, (laughs) You know, like Luke looking over Kylo, if I I look down, I try to change the future, but Mm. I can't. It's Mm. not morally correct to... he's looking at dead grandpa's hat. (laughs) You know, so, yeah, it's it's like, I I probably should, you know, uh, reboot. The, the setup here, but I cannot bring myself we'll, to remove We'll see these how movies. well tonight goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we will see. Yeah. Um, I be a dry husk or a moist boy. Yeah. But, hopefully, we can provide some larfs. Yes. So, without further ado, if you will please I'm reaching from that. into the bed. Again, I use brain. only code names. I see you've uh, changed your surprise. paper, too. It is a sturdy stock. Yes. That I'm feeling. Mixing around three slips and the moment has arrived. Wait, maybe I'll... Pick another. 
right, I'm wrapping the paper. I see such neat handwriting. Code name Jungle Japes. Okay, okay. Uh-oh. You you picked the OG. Uh-oh. You picked the very first edition to the pot. Well, ever. if anything, fortune has smiled upon us, has it? And what did you pick? Uh, there better not be an ooh in this movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's uh, only it's ooze. Congo. It's Congo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Have I heard or seen this movie before? Because maybe you have. I mean, I'm thinking Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> it blends together with a lot of different. Why movies. does that sound so familiar? Is this the one with the live animals on set that like mauled people? No. Oh, all right. No, that was that was uh, Roar. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, the, the Congo was not that. Congo, Congo most assuredly did not have live animals on no. set. Um, Okay, so we're we're uh, if you give me a moment to load up my no problem, my I'll prepare myself to be the African queen, <laughs> Gather Shit. So okay, um, okay. So Congo is a nineteen ninety five American science fiction action adventure film. Wow. Uh, loosely, and I cannot put enough weight mm-hmm. behind the word uh, loosely, based on Michael Crichton's novel, a uh, nineteen eighty novel of the same name. Hmm. Uh, and it was directed by Frank Marshall. Now, there are other deets, but we gotta do something here first. Oh, boy. I vowed to myself that if Congo was pulled from the pot, <laughs> I uh, would have to, uh, for the first time on this podcast, encourage some audience participation. Oh, my. Um, no matter what you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> be a driving, walking be a, yeah. the children to school. No, exactly. Driving, uh, you know, on the sidewalk, uh, at a funeral, in <laughs> class, on the crapper, perhaps. There we go. Uh, open another tab in your phone, and I want you to Google uh, Congo 1995. Mm. And when you do, you're going to see a poster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to look like this. I will bring it up for... Oh, I see. It's a a noble primate posed in the background with lettering over it, but I can't quite read what it makes It's It's lines of code. Oh, I see. So I... I Alan turning moaning. So (laughs) you, uh, you, you, you know, when you have this image loaded up, I'll give you however much time you need. Pause the podcast even. Get it loaded up. (laughs) And you, as Jonathan said, you'll see a gorilla face Mm -hmm. uh, with the word, you know, the title Congo, and then lines of computer code Mm -hmm. running over it. And then uh, a a tagline that says, where you are the endangered species. Mm -hmm. Now, consider for a moment, what do you think the plot of a movie with this poster is? Well... I would say where you are the endangered species. Is it like a Planet of the Apes moment going on here? No. Mm. But but again, I, I need to set, set the scene. Set the scene. Mm. Uh, you, you are you are a 90s child. All right. Um, you're walking around with your rainbow lolly. Yes. And your uh, propeller beanie cap. Yep. You're, yep. you're walking through the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic Park has taken the world by storm. I see. So it's a park for apes, Stan. So, uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, 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 uh, you walk... And, uh, you know, the, the guy in his candy stripe movie theater uniform mm-hmm. is like, look at the poster for this movie. All right. It's from the guy who wrote Jurassic Park. All right. What do you think this movie is about? <laughs> I think, is it animatronic? <laughs> Congos no. Alive? no. 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 Um, is it a Most Dangerous Game spinoff? Uh, no. Mm, I don't know, Dan. You said it's not Jurassic Park. It's not Jurassic Park with apes. What could it be? 
Well, um, I, I just, I just need to, I, I want to, because this, I'm fascinated by this shit. Uh huh. And uh, one, one aspect of movies that we don't touch on a lot is the marketing. Yes. So you look at this poster. And you hear the Hollywood buzz on the rags at the time that, that again, this is from the guy who made, uh, you know, Jurassic, he yeah. wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah. So Michael Crichton, famously, he is obsessed with uh, technology, mm-hmm. the implications of technology, and how it will, you know, affect the world. How yeah. mankind's hubris in using technology in science will, if mm-hmm. we're not careful, spell Consume disaster. All, yeah. Yeah. So... That being said, you know, when you look at this poster, uh, you know, when I was a child and I saw, like, the VHS cover of this movie, mm-hmm. I assumed the following plot. And, and if you, you know, assumed something similar, you couldn't be faulted. Mm. Uh, perhaps a, a Grant Faroque scientist yes. or engineer, yes. generic whatever, uh, you know, does things with technology, is summoned into the jungle to a remote, hidden, secret laboratory mm-hmm. uh, where he must use a computer to design the ultimate predator. Um, okay. And, uh, but while he's doing it, while he's typing away, someone spills a product placement Diet Coke onto the computer, mm-hmm. and a virus affects the computer, and it creates a super ape that is just killing people. Mm-hmm. And then Grant has to team up with a, a ragtag bunch of uh, side characters... Uh-huh. Uh, and, and turn the hunter into the hunted. hunted yeah. uh, but that is not what Kong Oh my said. gosh, what is this movie about? <laughs> what could so, it possibly so, be about? So Dad? we go from this poster, uh, we go from this, this, this curious, this intriguing poster, and then uh, look at the, the Blu-ray cover. Well, let me see it in the good light, Dan. <laughs> Gotta get my good side. I see an ancient temple, <laughs> I see an angry primate's eyes peering, and I see a group of travelers walking towards it. Yes. Uh, don't look at the back. All right, uh, I will look at the back. This, um, this Blu-ray release, uh, which you could probably also find in Google Images, is probably intended to get people who don't recognize this you know, yeah. version to buy it, thinking that this is like huh. a dark and spooky adventure yeah. film. Uh, you see the hidden city. You see. Uh, I would be fooled. The evil yeah. uh, ape looking over the title. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, it's like a some kind of yeah. They're, they're, maybe uh, man killed too many endangered species and they lash out in the forest. Exactly. Exactly. Them, yeah. Um, but it's not about that either. Uh, what Congo is about? Oh, I can't. Um, is about a little gorilla named Amy. Okay. Um. Played incredibly unconvincingly by a person in a small gorilla costume. Oh no! Um, and using, uh, you know, uh, Dylan Walsh plays a scientist uh-huh. who has uh, fitted Amy with a power glove esque device that enables her to talk using sign language. Okay. So she can move her arm, and it will translate into human speech. Okay. Um, that's step one. Okay. Uh, or the A plot, I should say. Uh, as part of the A-plot, Amy begins having terrible dreams and drawing an Eye of Sauron type thing in the jungle, uh, leading the scientist to think that he needs to take Amy back to the jungle because she is homesick, because she was raised in captivity. Um, so mm-hmm. he, he becomes determined to bring this gorilla fitted with power glove back to her home in the Congo. Um, B-plot. Yes. Uh, Laura Linney is a... Uh, Laura Linney? Laura Linney. Of uh, great performances? Hi, I'm Laura Linney. <laughs> yes. Uh, My queen? 
she is What's a, she doing uh, in this movie? <laughs> she's working at a tech company. Uh. Um, and the tech company, owned by uh, Jodon Baker, a MST3K legend who plays the surly Texas man in every single movie he's in, mm-hmm. uh, their company's satellite goes down. And this satellite contains an experimental laser beam that is powered by diamonds. <laughs> Okay. And they decide, well, no, I, no, the satellite doesn't, what am I thinking of? No satellite goes, no, no, a satellite does go down. <laughs> no, satellite does go down, I'm right. And uh, Bruce Campbell is in the movie for five minutes as Laura Linney's love interest, uh, who was sent to recover the laser gun. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, uh, for some, it's somehow tangentially related because there are diamonds in the region that can power the laser cannon, but it is no shit. A true Grant Faroque defying laser beam. Hmm. Like, you can shoot a Star Wars laser and blow up things with yeah. it. Um, so, Laura Linney is sent to the jungle to go retrieve that laser. All right. A B, uh, C plot. <laughs> C plot. Oh, there's a lot uh, going on in this film. Uh, Tim Curry. <gasps> Tim Curry! <laughs> plays an eccentric, uh, disgraced, uh, I think, archaeologist. Oh my gosh. Who became obsessed with finding the lost city of Z. Uh, okay. We sure this isn't Fern Gully? In the movie, um, <laughs> they frequently refer to it as the lost city of Zenj for some reason. Not uh-huh. Zed or Z. Uh, but there is a real-life legend called the lost city of Z. There was an excellent Robert Pattinson movie mm-hmm. revolving around it a few years ago. It's a recurring trope, uh, you know, not only in, uh, you know, white people exploring the jungle, but mm-hmm. it was... They would all... You know, there have been a few famous explorers who have either met terrible fates or gone missing looking for an actual lost city of Z. It's mm. kind of like the, I, I I guess, for people exploring Africa, it's like the equivalent of El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it has been adapted into better movies than this, but it is seemingly adapting that, but he just calls it the lost city of Zenj. Um, all of these characters end up in the same place, mm-hmm. on the same team, and... The, mo- the movie happens. Oh, no. And, um, uh, it's in the Congo. Yeah. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, to have Laura Linney and Tim Curry in this, and me to never hear of it. I've never even seen a trailer for this film, apparently. But, uh, but, so. you know, as always, uh, you know, doing our due diligence, there is some bits of trivia. All right. Uh, including one piece of trivia that I think is the greatest thing I've ever said on this podcast. Oh so, uh, give me a moment. I'll buckle up. Um, so, after the success of uh, the first great train robbery, uh, Michael Crichton decided to write a screenplay specifically for Sean Connery. So, it was going to be a Sean Connery mm-hmm. vehicle, uh, where he is Gotta going to play, you know, he's going to play an archetypal great white hunter, yes. like Alan Quartermain. Yeah, like the hunter from Jumanji. Yes. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and kind of like uh, Alan Quartermain, who Connery ended up playing in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, before he left acting. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but uh, it, it it never took shape ever. It was like uh, I I'm assuming that the uh, you know the script was written. It it definitely had like a. It had, like, an Indiana Jones vibe to it. It mm-hmm. very much was supposed to embody the pulp adventure tales of old. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would imagine, had that come out at the time, it would have been steamrolled by Indiana Jones. Because yes. this is that that stretch of time. This is the 80s. 
Um, so that did not play out, and I'm assuming, although I don't know for certain, that Crichton then turned this screenplay into the novel Congo, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, you know, was was kind of... The screenplay was sitting around for years, nothing ever happened, um, and uh, the few attempts to start the production on the film, or get it going, mm-hmm. uh, hit a snag. What's and that? that was uh, because Michael Crichton came in for the meeting mm-hmm. to discuss it with studio executives, um, and he learned that he could not use a real gorilla to portray the character of Amy. Mm-hmm. And when they said no real gorilla, he walked. And he never came back. <laughs> I mean... It depends on who's playing the gorilla. Like, can we get a classic grand dam of cinema? I don't know. Could well, I play Amy? Uh, well, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but that but, made him stay. <laughs> you know, he he uh, he left the film, and I it was it was kind of shelved and then unshelved yeah. multiple times. It was offered to Steven Spielberg and John Carpenter. They both declined. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it was all of these attempts to get it going, but nothing worked. Um, so we're going to yeah. So. This came out in 1995. This, I believe, is um, post or right after Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. So you got to think that the 90s are going on and there is suddenly a lot of interest in getting Michael Crichton works adapted Mm -hmm. uh, after, you know, the success of that movie. Um, Even, again, I I need to, I should have done more due diligence with that, but, you know, you got to think that at that point, if you had a Michael Crichton story sitting in your script in pile, then you would try to adapt it to compete with Jurassic Park. So um, it was put into production and uh, they, uh, I I think that they wanted to um, film it in the Dominican Republic, Mm -hmm. uh, but they ended up shooting it in Pasadena, California. Uh, and Jimmy Buffett has a cameo. Oh my goodness gracious. A cavalcade of stars. Uh, So uh, understandably so, um, this film didn't get great reviews. Um, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's got a I think a twenty two on Rotten Tomatoes right, right now, uh, who say that it is kind of like a suspenseless, charmless adventure wow. uh, that portrays little curiosity about the scientific content concepts it purports to care about. Hmm. Um, well, we were never one for that on this podcast anyway. So yeah. So in other cases, it's more you know, kindly described as goofy or, you know, uh, or detect- delectably goofy. And it is a stupid movie. All right. Uh, but uh, the main focus of today's Cringe Corner is going to be uh, the apes themselves. Mm. Um, because it is very unconvincing. Mm. Uh, it is... Amy is very unconvincing. You don't say. And... Um, I, I, again, this, this, this has been sitting in the pot uh, since the beginning, so I've had to think of this speech in my head a lot of times, but, like, it, it is, like, laughable, um, because there are scenes where Amy is kind of, like, a rotoscoped over footage of, like, you know, just generic <laughs> wildlife footage of gorillas mm-hmm. who she's supposed to be interacting with, um, and it's, spo- it's supposed to be, like, these real gorillas reject her, because she has the power glove on and mm-hmm. she's using sign language, mm-hmm. so they're like, you know, yeah. we, we we don't understand. We we don't re- you know, yeah. you're you're weird. We yeah. don't reject you. Yeah. But from the the movie viewers like us, it looks like someone in a gorilla suit is trying to trick a group of gorillas, and the gorillas are unconvinced. Those humans are at it again. 
we're not we're not doing this. Yeah. We're not we're not playing yeah. into this. We're not we're, feeding into it. Yeah. We're not we're we're done. Yeah. Um there are other apes who appear later in the film uh of the of the mutant horror so a monster. So Dr. Zeus type, yeah. No. 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 Never mind. Uh, more of the Power Ranger villain variety. Oh boy. And um they are also incredibly unconvincing costumes and they are shot in bright saturated light huh. uh in like a desert or like a like a red rock cliff type area mm-hmm. so you can see every single detail that is wrong with them and oh. it removes any element of suspense. Um and and I I feel, you know, the need to bring this up because as the ooh expert on this podcast, True. our ability to render <laughs> apes has improved, like, substantially in the past few years. You get hyper-realistic Donkey Kong with his fur and his teeth. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, the Planet of the Apes Matt Reeves movies, mm-hmm. where the cast is literally all CGI apes. And this film, its contemporaries were things like Jurassic Park and quite a few other special effects spectaculars um, that did everything better. Hmm. Um, Jurassic Park, notably, I think we've mentioned it before, but Jurassic Park <laughs> used CGI actually pretty sparingly. It has maybe 15 minutes of of solid CGI, and uh, the rest is practical effects. But the CGI is used well enough, and it's kind of obscured by the sets and the weather effects, or, you know, at night, things like that, to kind of lessen the... You know, the Uncanny Valley. Godzilla movies, in their better moments, have kind of do similar things where they kind of use the environment to prop up, you know, the the monster so that, you know, because if the audience gets a direct look at it, it's going to be stupid. And many sci-fi horror movies have done that. Mm -hmm. Jaws, you know, maybe unintentionally at Spielberg's because, you know, the, the shark animatronic famously didn't work. Um, but you want to create suspense. Yeah. If you got a doofy-looking puppet or a doofy-looking suit... You're going to be taken out of the moment. You, you want to use it intelligently. Mm-hmm. And Congo does not do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we embark on this adventure, mm-hmm. uh, and you've had all your shots, I hope. I hope so, too. Um, any, any expectations? I mean, just the cast. To see my girl Laura Linney and Tim Curry... I wonder if they did it for the paycheck or thought that this would be a better movie. Because usually Tim Curry can hit it out of the park. Yeah. Even if he's playing a camp villain. Like, mm-hmm. He knows what movies he's in. I mean, I've seen The Worst Witch. Yes. <laughs> I know where Tim Curry, you know, his roots are. But, uh, you know, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to say. Like, will I enjoy it? I don't know, No, man. probably not. But yeah. we'll see. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I, I, I'm curious, George. I mean, Dan. <laughs> will this movie make a monkey out of me? Yeah, well, uh, maybe by the end you'll be going bananas. But, I was going to uh, say, I was top banana anyway, but <laughs> I mean, no, go ahead. So, let's uh, strap on our power gloves and get to signing. Uh, <laughs> those royalty checks that amount to maybe five cents. <laughs> All right.
a few years ago when we started a small podcast to do a retrospective of Studio Ghibli movies, did you ever expect to see Laura Linney shooting a bunch of gorillas with a laser beam? I did not, Dad, but God, <laughs> I didn't know this was missing from my life until this moment. Congrats, Dan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh. Thank you. <laughs> Every eight passes a day. I I feared that it wouldn't make that much of a splash, but I guess it had enough of the right qualities it to... It had a star-studded cast and production team <laughs> yeah. that Dan had hidden away from me the whole time. Well, I didn't even think to factor that in, but uh, John Patrick Shamley... Of Moonstruck and Doubt, yes, is the screenwriter. Yeah, <laughs> and then Kathleen Kennedy, who... Um. Uh, which makes sense, because she was working with Paramount at the time... Mm. Um, Jerry Goldsmith did the, the music, um... I mean, my eyeballs were entrenched in that screen, Dan. Yeah. I was with these apes. <laughs> I'm glad, it's an entertaining movie. Yeah. It is a, it is a harmless, entertaining movie. Yeah. I, 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 you know, it, it is truly, um, a popcorn flick, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's like casual, stupid viewing. Oh. Uh, you know, it's not gonna create any trouble for anyone. Well, I recommend. Congrats to us for doing two back-to-back -back Sinister Sixes that really, you know, tickled our fancies. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, uh, we, we struck diamonds, as it were. <laughs> A diamond alluviate, <laughs> or whatever it's called. The blue diamond. In the rough, yeah. um... So, you know, a uh, few corrections to make. Mm. Uh, I... <laughs> confused the plot of this movie with several other stupid movies. Mm. Uh, there is no downed satellite. There is a satellite at that the end. That gets down. Which, which is what I was probably thinking yeah. of. Uh, I, I thought that they were going in there to look for a satellite, but I think that's actually the plot for Predator that mm. I was thinking of. Yes. Um, and th there is no attempt to do, like, real gorilla footage. <laughs> for some reason, like, like, the last, like, I thought that they put Amy... With footage, of, with but, stock footage, but then I turned to Dan and said, "Dan, those aren't real gorillas." Yeah, they're all puppets. And he so, went, oh my god! Like I, I thought at the end, you see a shot of like real gorillas, but in, in all of the stock footage, oddly enough, gorillas are missing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, corrections on that. Mm -hmm. But there's plenty to uh, to clown on otherwise. <clears throat> so. Uh, we loaded up the Blu-ray with the generic oh Photoshop gosh. menu. It did, like that, listen, <laughs> that's where I was like, the turn back now. I was like, maybe this is going to be rougher than I thought, but pleasantly surprised, and I'm going to keep saying it. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, I'm sure this movie is offensive in some regards, but to me, I was having a good time. Uh, you, probably, but they don't really spend a whole lot of time doing anything with African culture. Mm. Like, it's it's kind of... We'll get to I this. I mean, there's in a the second, overthrowing but... of like governments and stuff. Yeah, that's probably you know not aged well. Well, no, certainly not. And I, 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 you know, the Congo has had to deal with a lot of problems yeah. over the years, um, and a lot of the white characters survive, but some die. Yeah, which is interesting. And it's it it it's like a very. I mean, that being said, it, it, it's a very, again, like, safe movie to maybe watch yeah. with your family. Yeah. No, Perhaps this is definitely I, a hangover watch. I, I'll pop this in again. So, um, going into the Africa stuff, 
in the Congo, there is a real mountain, uh, like an extinct volcano, that, that I think they used as the basis for this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look... have Mount Mukenyo. Yeah, that's what it's called in the in the film. Uh, there is a apparently a real volcano that has a similar name hmm. that is extinct, but this fictional version is an active volcano. Yeah. It's on the verge of erupting. Um, we get an establishing shot of that. Yeah. As uh, Bruce Campbell is who? venturing into the Congo. And Dan didn't tell me. He's like, I told you in the intro. No, I was like, who's this Bruce Campbell knockoff? And Dan said, it is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he, he's only in for yeah. five minutes. Like, they, I don't I don't know where Bruce Campbell was career-wise at this point, but he, he's only in it for like five minutes. I mean, he got out while the get was good. Well, yes. <laughs> or arguably not. Eating Hershey bars and then calling it a day on set. <laughs> So, um, he is there to, uh, to find, uh, like a vein of blue diamonds. Blue diamond Olivia. That is... Olivier. That is, uh, that is necessary for (laughs) running this, like, communication satellite by... Slash laser gun. Um, well, yeah, the laser gun is a secondary thing, but, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. What if Apple had laser guns? (laughs) He he calls into, uh, Grant Farouk's Travacorp in in Texas. Crystal clear, mind you. Um, and he demonstrates that they are finding diamonds, and he loads one into a laser cannon Mm -hmm. that fires an actual Death Star laser. Yeah, and young Um, Laura Linney, who has, like, a relationship with this guy. Charlie. Charlie. Charles. Yeah. (laughs) Um, is watching the other side of the screen with... His father, her boss. Yeah, Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Again, big Texas guy in every movie. I know, this Western just popping up. It's a cavalcade. It is. Yeah. No, again. I was expecting Ethel Merman to play an ape. Well, it's, (laughs) it's, um, if you watch this movie, there are a lot of 90s character actors, Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's like that uh, movie Volcano. What's the one with the grandma dying in the lake of? Is it Dante? Dante's Dante's Peak. Inferno or Dante's Peak? Yeah. Yeah. No. Don- yeah. You know, it is. No, it's exactly like that. Yeah. There, there is a string of these movies that that happened in you know in oh, the nineties, and all of these character actors playing similar characters in each of them, mm-hmm. like nerd guy. Uh, not not Dylan Walsh. Not the main. Dylan yeah. Walsh shows yeah, up in a lot one, of yeah. like nineties movies. Mm-hmm. But his, like, nerd friend plays that same guy in a lot of films. Uh, Um, Again, young Mr. Echo, that actor. Yeah. uh, He shows up. I mean, same quality as Lost. (laughs) I I think there's a guy who plays, like, one of the secondary people in George of the Jungle is Mm. in this one. Mm. Uh, You know, a lot of recognizable faces. Joe Pantley. (laughs) Oh. Um. We'll get to him. So yeah, uh, you know they're they're saying like, oh yeah, we we can find bigger diamonds than this one probably. Yeah. Send a team, come on. Yeah, they're like preparing, and then suddenly the ground shifts, and uh, um, um, Bruce Campbell jumps into a pool, finds a mysterious city that was hidden just beyond reach. Yeah, his his like one of the other people on the expedition says like, oh Jeffrey, if you, yeah, Jeffrey, if we swim under here, we can like access these like ruins. And, um, you know, Bruce Campbell is waiting while his friend goes in to explore him, but he looks back while unwrapping a Hershey bar. Yeah, wet Hershey bar. Uh, he looks back in horror as something looms over him, and he screams in the camera. But Jeffrey's eyeball is tossed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. That's Jeffrey's eyeball. Stop messing around, and he looks, and it's his eye. Um, so, seemingly, Charles has met with a bad fate. Mm -hmm. Um... Eventually, uh, back in Texas, Jodon Baker is fed up with waiting. Set so, the thermal readout to 266. <laughs> a very advanced camera for the yeah. 90s. And they're, like, controlling it with this 3D 
Circle mouse. Yeah, all in the in the gray Nintendo finish. This was better than Dune's technology. And uh, so they remotely activate the camera and see that the entire campsite has been destroyed. They thermally detect seven dead bodies, meaning that seemingly Charlie and his buddy are okay. And listen, going into this, I thought Laurelini was going to be like, all right, this is a piece. Like, this is a a paycheck piece. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do my minimum. And then I'm going to. But she's working the whole movie. She is acting. She's the protag. Yeah. She's, she's the. She is unmistakably like, the lead. That would have sold me, Dad, if you would have told me Laura Linney is the protag. And that's something to note with this movie. Uh, again, you know, uh, to, to speak, uh, you know, per, you know, highly of this movie, Laura Linney is legitimately the hero of the movie. And she gets shit done, like, like on on par with like Ellen Ripley, like fucking you know, alien and y- stuff. Like you would think that in a more conventional '80s or '90s script, like the dude would have been going to, mm-hmm. like, save his love interest. No, but he's, like, the B character. Yeah, no, yeah. but but arguably, like, Monkey Scientist Man is, like, more useless. Well, so. no, he's, like, the caregiver. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's yeah. the mother-ish figure to Amy. He's, he's like, he, you know, so it's, it's this really interesting, like, she Dynamic, saves yeah. him yeah. multiple times, yeah. and, uh... So, yeah, so she says that she will, you know... Uh, She'll go, she had feelings for Charlie, she's gonna go investigate, but old man, if you make it all about those diamonds, you'll pay for it in the end. Yeah, so, it, you know, Jodon Baker wants her, you know, because we later learned that she was actually in the CIA previously, and she has resolved situations in the field before, so they need to do this covertly, because if they report, uh, like, murders to the... Yeah. Congo authorities, then you know the border will and be shut down. And that's why we could have gotten Jodie Foster in this role. It's very Clarice Starling from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, the spiritual sequel. And and uh, so she, but she's like, yeah, I'll go yeah. there, but I'm going there to save your son. Like yeah. if you, if I get any hint that you are sending me down there just to get the diamonds, you will regret it. Yeah. And when Laura Linney makes a promise, you better believe it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we uh, we cut to Berkeley, California, where Project Amy has begun. <laughs> now is that the new Nintendo console? It is. I don't know. We were listen, Dad. Our banter was good during this episode. If only the audience could have heard us. I mean, yeah. I wrote it all down, but you had to be there, I guess. But uh, the the uh, paints main guy. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Walsh, who is playing Peter Elliot, yes. who uh, according the artist, Peter according <laughs> to the to the credits, Peter Elliot was not only a guy in multiple of the gorilla costumes, but he was also the gorilla choreographer. Uh, so I'm guessing that they named the main guy Peter Elliot yeah. as like a as like a nod. Cute. Um, yeah. So he and his assistants are working with. Um, you know, Amy, a gorilla. His assistant Richard, I think? Yes, yeah. Richard. Or Dick. <laughs> um, and he's, you know, they're working with Amy. Uh, Richard is, like, teaching her how to paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seems to be fixated on painting the jungle. With but they this... don't realize. They're like, what does this all look like? It's a bunch of green to me and eyes. Yeah, what could that be? Uh, I don't know. But, um, she, you know, so, so they're teaching her how to paint. But then uh, Peter shows up and he's like, okay, get her cleaned up. It's time for the demonstration. <laughs> And uh, to a, to a captive audience in this uh, lecture hall, mm-hmm. uh, Peter walks them through the innovations made in in like sign language technology. Yeah, they've got, as you said, the power glove. Yeah, that as Amy gestates with her hands, she translates. gestures. Well, gestates is. Well, it could be both, right? Oh, okay. yeah, you could say gestate. <laughs> oh well, uh, <laughs> never mind that. But uh, but yeah, so they. It, 
you know, they're showing that, okay, in the past, you know, we, we use these cumbersome machines to, to, you know, let sign language be translated yeah. into human speech. I'm saying I would cry in that audience if that happened. Well, <laughs> Think the of what we could teach dogs, Dan. At first, the audience is, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could explain Kingdom Hearts to an anteater if you oh wanted to. Oh my god. Um, but uh, the audience is kind of nodding off. Until he's like, you know, we took this technology and we applied it to Amy. And Amy steps out and she's got the power glove equipped. Yep. And she is able to communicate with the text-to-speech, well, not sign language-to-speech <laughs> yeah. um, the glove, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and Tim Curry's in the audience taking notes in an eye journal. But there's a lot of audience but like, <gasps> yeah, that, yeah, that ape is yeah. speaking. make millions. Um, oh, and the speaker is in her backpack. That's why she has the backpack. Amy, backpack. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's the Google Sam or whatever the voice is. So they, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Tim Curry is is there. He's intrigued. He As Hareen Homokin? Hokin? Hokin? Oh, yeah. yeah Harema. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to call him Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry is there, yeah. and he pulls out a ring that has the little Millennium Eye, yeah. uh, like, jewel symbol And, like, on laughs it. maniacally over it. Um, so then, uh, later that night, um, I, I noted that there's lots of perms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course there are, yeah. Uh, so, later that night, Amy has a bad nightmare, um, and when Peter, you know, goes to check on her, he's like, you know... I, I'm concerned because based on previous things with gorillas, if they're in captivity for too long and being studied, they will start to degenerate yeah. and they might, you know, go insane. Mm -hmm. And um, then they look around her room and says, what does this remind you of? The jungle. I'm green? Oh, she wants to go home. Yeah. So they, they, they make uh, the plan to take her home. But uh, the the dean won't fund it. He's no. like, you you you've got a talking gorilla. You can do anything except let her, let her go. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's like, no, 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 she Isn't can... Isn't that the American education system at work? Basically. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, no, 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 we can we can angle this as we're going to have her be in, like an emissary for yes. the gorillas that live yes. in the jungle. Oh my gosh. Like, Dan, I don't know what you thought, but I'm going to be thinking about this movie for the next week. <laughs> I mean, this is a big piece right here. That's all I could hope for. I, That's all I could hope for. I'm baffled. Um, yeah. yeah, so, but even so, the, the Dean is not thrilled and he's not going to fund it. Yeah, but uh, Tim Curry shows up and he's like, well, bring me along. I'm I'm a Romanian philanthropist. <laughs> this I, you know. Acts, Tim Curry, he eats everything he's in. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah. Like, consummate. Yeah. Still with us, thank God. But, yeah, and, and he, he, is, he is doing, like, by the books, uh, like shady eastern european businessman mm -hmm. yeah. uh yeah. he's like i will fund your expedition you know like that yeah. and and he uh you know peter's like don't look a gift horse in the mouth yeah. we'll, we'll do it if yeah. we, it means getting amy home um and so they're at the airport and laura linney consummate actress shows up and is like hey can i hit a ride yeah. <laughs> ugly woman yeah go away ugly sir put woman. your ape on a leash I will not be sharing scenes. This is like the Jonathan Mummy scene where I show up in my big hat and I'm like, yeah. got room for one more day. <laughs> yeah, the gorilla is upstaging me. Yeah. So it, it, I'm it not was, working with that ape again. So it, it was like, uh, we see that, you know, with, since Tim Curry is like a shady businessman, mm -hmm. uh, his funds are running low. Yeah. So he isn't able to pay for the fuel. But Laura Linney is like, you know... I can pay for the fuel easily yeah, yeah. because the whole thing was that Jodon Baker told her, like, 
no we, expense, yeah. right? We can't like we can't publicly say that we're going on an expedition, mm-hmm. but if you join another expedition yeah. as an like as an then we excuse, can write it off on the taxes. <laughs> basically, yeah. So so Laurel Linney's like, well, I can pay for it, yeah. and and they don't really have a choice but to do mm. that. Um, so Laura Linney packs up all of her, you yeah. know, all of the tech and stuff with her, mm-hmm. and uh, they they take off for Africa. Yeah, Amy goes ugly woman multiple times. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and Peter has to play along to yeah. to keep Amy to appease safe. her. Yeah, yeah. but uh, also to appease Amy. Yeah. Uh, Amy likes martinis. Uh, she calls the raindrop. She loves drinks. a dirty martini. This Amy. Yeah. yeah. It's Amy won what, what raindrop she, drink. Rain, I mean, if I could say that to you and you'd present me with a martini, I think this podcast would have been worth it, Dan. Well, because that, that Jonathan won raindrop drink. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, um, it's like nine in the morning, you, but uh, and we get the iconic line: "Are you serving that Apa martini?" <laughs> Laura Linney, deliver that line. It's dead. I don't think you know how much this movie changed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also there's other Jonathan dialogue. You're just like, I, I you know, yeah. no, 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 the myth of the wild ape is yes. you know, uh, beauty don't... king. I've heard King Kong before. I'm afraid of the apes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's a myth. They yeah. they are not aggressive. They will not do anything like that unless provoked. Um, and uh, you know, but obviously Laura Linney is skeptical. Yeah. Um, but later on that night, they do share, like, a quieter moment. Yeah, why where... teach an ape how to talk, Dan? And, and, and Peter is like, he goes on the, why climb Everest? Yeah, why, yeah. Like... why write the greatest play in human, human history, right? Because we That's can. definitely John Patrick Shanley speaking. I was like, <laughs> that's his dialogue right there. But basically, it's like, to, to teach is to be compassionate, and we must teach the gorilla to talk. Oh, so... <laughs> I can't believe this is the writer of Moonstruck. <laughs> And no, and then Laura Linney says something back Let me see to him. Oh, because she's got the side lighting. Oh yeah, the Angelica yeah. Houston Adams family side lighting. And she's like, "So has your?" Because uh, what's his name? Peter quotes like a a, a Yates yeah. line. Yeah, and then William Yates. And she's like, "So has your science cured your loneliness?" Oh my god! Not yet, I don't think. But you know, so there's beginnings of something there. I love it. Um. So they, uh, yeah, so they arrive in, um, Africa, mm-hmm. and they, uh... Meet Joseph Peter Petitalio Ruft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joe, Joe Pantleone yeah. is, like, their go-between. Yeah. And apparently, uh, you know, there is, like, a, a, a situation unfolding in the Congo at the moment, um, and Joe Pantleone is like, I fired, like, the original guy that you wanted to be mm-hmm. your guide, like, yeah. the, the one that... And I got Peter Ernie Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Who is the best character, he I is. think, in he's, the... In he's, the... like, constantly acting as if he's on stage, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he knows what he's doing in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's like, he's the Alan Quarterman. As Captain right? Monroe Kelly. And, um, you know, while they're at the airport, a limo is blown up, or a Mercedes is blown up. <laughs> And apparently that was like one of the, the, that was the president's car. He wasn't in it, but obviously there was someone like instigating a political situation here. Mm -hmm. Aren't Um, you thankful for that Sopranos watch though? Yeah. Now you see. Now I, now I'm spotting them everywhere. Um, But Monroe manages to get them out of the airport Mm -hmm. successfully by, they sneak away in the back of like a military supply truck. (laughs) Amy's smoking a ciggy. Yeah. Amy just takes a cigar. Like Jonathan, she needs like three per scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's in her writer. 
and yeah, and then then uh, in the back of the truck, like Monroe is like to Laura Lynn, he's like, "Okay, you're you're clearly up to something suspicious." Yeah, and back to the farm now that you've seen Paris, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every line is like... I was a, like, wait a second, is this movie good? Uh, but And then, like, Peter is still, like, unaware of what's going on. He's like, no, she's she's using you to get into the jungle to do something, but mm-hmm. she's not going to tell you what it is, yeah. and I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but her company is able to foot the bill for everything and then some, yes. so watch her. And then Laura Linney's, like, smirking, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. so it's... Uh, and then Peter's like, I, I won't be a, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not a tool. <laughs> so it's like, oh it's Laura Linney, let her through. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get past the military checkpoints. <laughs> Laura Linney. Oh my God. Go, go. Yeah, go. Get her out. Come on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then they, but they do eventually get detained in one of the, like, cities. Yeah, by and- Captain Wanta. And, uh, like, Richard is like, this is pure Kafka. This is Kafka-esque. Kafka-esque. And then I was like, all right, Dan, you better stop. I got up and I had to do a lap. They're, they're being interrogated, uh, obviously, because it's Over like a Over coffee and cake? Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're brought before, um, if, I don't know if you wrote, I, I'll, I'll check. Yeah, uh, Captain Wanta. Yeah, he, yeah. he is the, uh, like, the de facto guy in charge yeah. of this area under the president, mm-hmm. and he does, like, the, the James Bond villain, like, he invites them in for yeah, tea and cake. and I love this, too. It's like, don't eat, have a piece of cake. He's have yelling. A, have have, yeah. tea, have yeah. coffee and cake, and then he's like, stop eating my coffee and cake. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, and, and uh, like, Laura Linney, the, the, the gist of this scene is that, you know, he emphasizes yeah. that the, the area is... You know, very unstable at the moment, but Laura Linney, like, bribes him yeah. to, to let them through. Why she had all those stacks of money in her bags, I'll never know. And she just kept producing more stacks. I mean... Uh, um, but then then he points uh, to Tim Curry, and he's like, why are you back here? Yeah. Like, you've, you know, I, I really don't want to deal with your bullshit, yeah, so he goes, like, he has debts here. that he hasn't paid. This guy's been all over here. Conning people for yeah. a while. Um... So they, they, they get out of that situation, they get, you know, the scientists and Amy released, mm-hmm. um, so they're loading into another plane, uh, when, you know, uh, Monroe kind of confronts Tim Curry, and he's like, so you wanna, you wanna tell everyone what happened to your yeah. last expedition? And he's like, it was, it was, a you know, it was, a it was a foolhardy suicide, it, yeah. it was, and he's like, no, no, no. This guy led a bunch of people into the jungle looking for the lost city of Zinj, yeah. and they they all died. And he came out. We had like I had to go extract him, mm-hmm. and he was like babbling on about a lost city. Yeah. And if you look to your left, you'll see a sad hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I didn't know about the movie going forward. I just put that down. So oh yeah, well no, that was because they it's like the wild safari yeah. stock footage that very they use. sad. I don't support that attraction. Um, but yeah, they're so they're all in this plane. Uh, they give Amy oh. a, uh, a drugged banana. Oh, the pill and the banana! Oh my <laughs> gosh, where did I write it down? It, it comes up later. I have it down in my notes. Just well, that's a, yeah. There's another yeah. scene. Where like, there was like a zinger I gave. <laughs> the banana with the dupe inside. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like I wish someone would give me a banana with a dupe inside. Oh, <laughs> the audience goes <laughs> just uproarious yeah. laughter. Me as Mae West sitting there. Um. So they. Uh, uh, hold on. So okay. Well, so, they're in a plane, and I and do want to yeah. note something because it's it's only ever touched upon in a handful of movies. Mm-hmm. But um, the the like the general guy who with the the lemon the sesame cake scene, and Captain Wanta, he makes a comment that 
He's like, that gorilla is the only thing yeah. that's getting you through the border yeah. because Americans react more strongly to us hurting mm-hmm. animals than In they video, do. Yeah. So, like, like, we have to, like, keep our our distance but yeah i mean so yeah. surprisingly good commentary like I mean, like yeah. the the community will react more to yeah. that than than like I mean, the warfare that you're right i i just think that the amy is a human in a suit really detracted from this no. movie no oh no that yeah. destroys like, it that's I, the worst thing no i'm not saying that yeah. like i'm saying that on paper this no. was like a little it was a john patrick shanley epic yeah, yeah it cuz it's like you know there there's there's going to be human murders but we can't be filmed hurting uh you know a gor- so it's yeah. Again, with with less doopy effects, yeah. this would have been like you know, yeah. it could have been something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, let's uh, see. So they're getting fired on by bazookas in the in the, in the plane. Oh yeah, Laura Linney shoots down. Laura Linney <laughs> takes a flare gun, goes, "No, I got it," and Step shoots. Aside. Yeah, shoots down these flying projectiles. No, we gotta set the. the they're getting it. They, they fly over the border into the Congo, and people start shooting, like, the RPG rockets at them. Yeah. But Laura Linney, taking no shit, takes out the flare gun, like, tears the hatch open, and then fires it so that the heat-seeking missile will hit the, uh, the flare. And Dan saw me peel my wig off and just <laughs> drop it on the floor. Laura Linney has done this before. I, Laura Linney, consummate queen. <laughs> Love her. You know, but they're like, we're going to get shot down inevitably, so we need to start bailing out now. So they yeah. they load everything into like these parachute containers. They take the sleeping Coco, and then they gotta not Coco, Amy. They gotta uh, they gotta Jump. parachute down. And then Laura Linney does her own stunts. Laura Linney does her own stunts. <laughs> Just jumps uh, out Monroe jumps holding Amy. So you get gorilla skydiving scene. I noted. Oh my gosh! Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, yeah, exactly. Future watch on this part. Um. <laughs> You know, so they they get safely to the ground. Uh, we I think we briefly have a moment where Peter's like, "I want to go home. Yeah. I'm done." And, like, <laughs> baby, you can't go home now. Like, we have no plane. We yeah. have no nothing. Are no. we gonna walk? Well, no. And I like how this because Monroe's like, "Okay, I'm leading an expedition to go to that valley. Mm-hmm. Pick a direction. You can walk in it. I don't care. But yeah. we're going that way." Yeah. And Peter's like, "Okay." okay. <laughs> you know, so they uh, they set up camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura Linney has brought along like all of the amenities, like these video game capsule corp tents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not a video game. It's actually a tracking. It's a Dragon Ball. It's a Dragon Ball scanner. <laughs> yeah, she she has like a Dragon Ball radar scanner yeah. for the lasers power pack. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy finds a chameleon. Amy, she yeah. in tunes with nature. She looks at the Pikmin. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, again, they got a lot of amenities. They got the capsule. Even air tents. conditioning. These portable air conditioning units. I was well, like, yeah. Oh. Which, which is a cool little thing. They got these wow. little, you know, like he's like I overpacked. Damn big was... business. <laughs> but uh, they set up camp. She sets up like her radio or video transceiver station mm-hmm. uh, to kind of contact Travacorp. She tells Jodon Baker like we've arrived here. We've got yeah. like eleven men with guns. We should be okay. Yeah. But then Amy, who was playing tag with Peter... <laughs> fucking Dan! <laughs> knocks over the satellite and breaks it. Um, so, as far as Jordan Baker knows or can tell, uh, yet another expedition has been lost yeah. to these gorilla attacks. And this volcano is constantly hyped up that it's going to erupt soon. Yeah. It's like, oh, the ground is... Sh- the camera's shifting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Um, so, they... Uh, they they camp out there that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the stock animal, animal sounds because yep. it's mating season. Yeah, full moon, Dan. 
every every monkey out there thinks they're Elvis Presley. Uh, and That's then, a Moonstruck line. Because it, yeah. it's Guadalajara. We watched Moonstruck. It's the same scene. Yeah, thematically. They it all see can... the full moon and they want to fuck. <laughs> thematically, it's it's all connected. Can you believe this has happened on this? I can't. Like, on this podcast, I cannot. Fate, uh, you know, had some surprises in store. Uh, but we get, like, a little, like, shippy scene between Laura Linney and yeah. Peter. <gasps> He's like, yeah, ooh. <laughs> Laura Linney gives an eye roll. And mm. then the camera lingers for, like, five minutes. <laughs> my favorite my favorite line in this movie is, first, that guy asks, what's going on? And then Laura Linney asks, what's going on? Like, <laughs> you just asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, they, they, uh, you know, they, they go back to sleep, Mm -hmm. they, you know, expedition or adventure for another day. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, it's supposed to be that they're going to reach the site by nightfall the Mm -hmm. next day. Um, they, uh, cross over, um, they go in a pond. Is this the boat scene? Yeah. Yeah. No, not the boat scene. The first, there's like a transition where we get a, a leech on the dick. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's just showing that that as they've been advancing through the area, they uh, they've encountered like a lot of difficult conditions. It's been flooding, yeah. uh, and then Peter wakes up and he's got a leech on his dick that he didn't notice. <laughs> he did not notice, um, and it never gets resolved because uh, they're like, well, it's they your burn leech. it off. I think I think he rips it and then burns it. Well, because I think before they get the. Yeah, I guess he does, but... I mean, quote me on Stand By Me, I know about my leech scenes. While all of this is, you know, while this exchange is happening and Laura Linney's, like, joking about it, Mm -hmm. um, they notice that some local tribes people have followed them. Yeah, and I thought this movie was gonna... I mean, they're barely in the movie. I'm sure it's offensive in some way, but they're, like, so minor. Yeah. Like... Well, I'm not going... I don't yeah. know, so I'm not going to I mean, I'm not going to gonna say anything, but... I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I could see that's, like, a sore spot in this movie, too. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's... But again, I don't... I'm not going to speak to what's... It's like a fictionalized area here, mm-hmm. so I don't... I, I don't even want to... But they, they basically... Um, There's they, a dead white man. That's dead in quotes, right? They're like, oh, a white man died. Yeah, we found or, the body. We're trying to bring his soul back into his body, or that he might be unconscious, yeah, and that, then then they're yeah. like, "We're waiting for his soul to depart." Mm. And uh, it's Bob Driscoll, Laura Linney. <laughs> you recognize, yeah, it's Bob Driscoll, uh, one of the guys from the original expedition. And uh, they they wake him up, and he's about to deliver some exposition. And meanwhile, Amy's playing with children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, when he sees Amy. He fucking dies. Just screams and and has a like he dies of fright. He yeah. has a heart attack and yeah. dies. Um, so clearly something happened with the gorillas. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Amy's I, like, "I claim no responsibility for that." Yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah. So it. Uh, I, this I, was give me a banana with the doop inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they start singing, did you uh, give Amy the banana with the dupe inside? I wish oh, I had a banana with the dupe oh, inside. I wish yeah. I got a banana with a dupe inside. And they start singing, uh, "California Dreaming." Yeah, yeah. It all connects by the mom and the papas. Check out our uh, masterpiece episodes. So, um, they, uh, you know, they're continuing. They they get some boats out. They ford the river. Yeah. To ford the river, we get a little more background mm-hmm. on King Solomon had a diamond mine. Yeah, he he found a diamond mine and he built the city to protect it. And he's like, okay, when I was studying, you know, these 
you know, documents that had been recovered, they all had this eye symbol in common. Yeah. And that gorilla, Amy, has been drawing yeah. that same eye so symbol. So she's going to lead us to it. Yeah. So it's it's like in her subconscious, yeah. she she's our ticket to I mean, it's just an eye, though. You, how many ways can you draw an eye, Dan? No, oh, I don't know. It, it's I'm like just a saying, like eye. an eye is an eye. It could be anything. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it, it, Tim Curry is Did convinced. Did have two eyes and a nose? It sounds like a face. <laughs> Um, but they, uh, what was the great Gatsby? Eyes of T.J. Eckelbert. Um, the eyes of Eckelbert, yeah. 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 So, Dr. Eckelbert, yeah. They, you know, they keep going... Future Watch on this podcast. Yeah. The Bosloman version, of course. Of course. <laughs> they, uh, they keep going Damn, down the... shirts. <gasps> Stop throwing the shirts! <laughs> Ooh. Hey, are you a sport fan? Or what is it? Um... No, old sport. Old sport. Fan? Um, Come on. Well, he calls him something. He calls him a polo fan or something, right? Well, that too, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> they they keep keep going down the river, uh, and it's night. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Scouter signal has stopped, and they get attacked by hungry, hungry, hungry hippos. hippos. Did uh, you bring your marbles, Dan? No, uh, you know, which is funny in concept, but the hippo is like the most. Killing land mammal. It is. Yeah. No, if if that if anyone listening to the podcast, I mean, is I not, thought everyone knew that by now, but yeah. yeah, it's they are they are legitimately they will fuck you up yeah. if they if they see you. They are extremely territorial <laughs> and they are fast. Yeah, especially in water, like they are designed to truck it through water. <laughs> Disney and it's Fantasia like, lied to us. You know, so uh, they are not fanciful. Um, but <laughs> you know, they they I think they kill a few of the porters. Yeah, and I haven't been attacked by this many hungry hippos since when I. I was on the view. <laughs> oh, I got him good with that one, audience. <laughs> I pulled that one out of my back pocket. <laughs> so, um, they, uh, they, they, they go to shore. And, to Ass Mountain. <laughs> well, no, not yet. Ass okay. Mountain's next. But before... Laura Linney is like wiping beads of sweat off her. Like, my God. This What's soundstage going... yeah. with these plants is... <laughs> I was living. Um, but they, when they get out of the river, they notice, uh, they see another plane getting shot down in the mm-hmm. distance. And Laura Linney recognizes it as another supply plane sent by, like, Travacore. Yeah. So presumably, and we later they find They sent it, some like, innocents there to yeah, drop off supplies. They sent another team to, to, to <sighs> extract them. Um, but I think, yeah, because they, they get to Ass Mountain... Um, Amy, not white. They they forge, <laughs> yeah. They forge Ass Mountain. They they get up there. I think they they, they find a bunch of extra tech in the downed plane because that was when all oh, these innocent lives, yeah. you, or this innocent plane. Or, well, first the gorilla leads us, and some of the extras leave us too, right? Yes. Like I, I was like, oh, the extras are gone. Some of them, at least. And yeah, then Amy's yeah. like, I know the way. And then you said, Amy, gonna find Jiggy. Yes. <laughs> They, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. then then they find the downplane. The downplane. The plane's not flyable, Dan. Um, <laughs> it's like all this innocent life that has been... Uh, <laughs> A plane shot down in its prime. <laughs> but I think they they get... Like, Laura Linney gets a bunch of tech back. I think she gets yeah. another video phone, mm-hmm. um, or, like, gets it going. And then that's when, you know, she gets in touch with Jodon Baker again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we ran a scan of the of the previous video, yeah. and we saw this, and yeah. it's the gorilla face. <laughs> so it's like, you know, what is what is that? <laughs> what could it be? And then uh, Peter is like, there's no such thing as a, as, a, as a white gorilla. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, yeah, so they're going there, 
um, and they stumble across in this, you know, this, you know, after Ass Mountain, they stumble across this valley. Yeah. Uh, and they start seeing human-made rock formations. And they see a troop of gorillas, too. Yes. Like, uh, Peter's confronted by one. Stands still, and then Amy's like, friend? Love me? No, you weird. And yeah, like, <laughs> we go. Yeah, and Amy's like sad. Because yeah. <laughs> she's she's a creature of two worlds. Yeah. That's That was the, that uh, that was the dramatic. Yeah. Laura Linney shows up. She doesn't belong anywhere. Does I am she? of two worlds. <laughs> <laughs> so, man or Muppet? Um, so they uh, they they start coming across these the Travacorp camp. Yes, which yeah. is completely destroyed. Um, yeah, and then they they find nearby the the you know the rock ruins and mm-hmm. the lost city of Zinj. Seemingly, the city of Zinj. They briefly explore inside of it uh tim curry takes note of some hieroglyphs that are just written on repeat yeah. over and over and over again on the walls and they find an empty hershey bar wrapper yes which you know bruce campbell's the only one that ate that in this movie yeah gotta get make sure the label hits the camera um are <laughs> like oh my god a reese's it must be dan yes well yeah <laughs> good call um but they they uh they go in there and they are uh quickly because richard stays outside yeah um, and Richard is killed by, uh, or attacked. An off-screen. Off-screen yeah. gorilla. Yeah. Um. And Amy's out, like, exploring. She's trying to reconnect with her roots. Yeah. yeah. Um, reflect on life like yeah. Wardell. Um, and inside this chamber, they are attacked by another white gorilla. We get the full reveal of, yeah. of this, of what the monster of, or monsters of this yeah. film are. They are these giant, feral white gorillas. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they get out of the, the temple, they go back to the, the, the base camp or the, the destroyed camp. Amy gets a slow-mo jump where it's like, oh, it's just you, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> jump scare. Yeah. Amy, do jump scare. Yeah. Um, but then they, they get back to the camp and Monroe is like, you know, if you'll notice, they just killed these people. They didn't eat them. They yeah. didn't, like, this isn't something that animals normally do. They're just not going to kill for fun. Um, you know, so there's something else sinister going on yeah. here. Um, so they set up camp with the bevy of technology like, that Laura Linney had. What was going on here? It is a sensory overload. It, I mean, it's not a sense. I mean, we watched Popeye. Well, later on. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that, In a yeah. moment, it's going yeah. to be. Uh, but they have um, a bunch of laser-guided turrets mm-hmm. uh, that will respond to motion. They, they have, have Catherine Zeta-Jones laser beams. Yeah, like security lasers, yeah. thermal cameras, uh, these giant purple spotlights yeah. to keep the camp illuminated um but they are quickly beset upon by these white gorillas mm-hmm. um i found their weakness it's bullets dan well and they like they, it's like a jurassic park velociraptor moment because it's like the gorillas are like testing how to get past their defenses mm-hmm. um and uh they make a few goes at it there is just an absolute like clusterfuck of the machine guns going off, so people are firing rockets and flares yeah. and things, and it's just, you know, it's, it's chaos. Yeah. Uh, Amy hides, <laughs> and Peter hides, yeah. I think Rich, yeah. And Tim Curry hides. Yeah. Um, but uh, seemingly that's enough to scare them off, and they are safe for the moment. Uh, and Tim Curry emerges, and he's like, I translated those hieroglyphs, mm-hmm. and they just on repeat say, we are watching you. Ooh, menacing. Um, you know, so again, playing into the, the whole eye motif. Yeah. Amy Academy Award? <laughs> Amy yeah. get Academy Award? 
Yeah, because that was because <laughs> Amy goes and she's like, there's like another Amy reflecting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and also her dolly. Yeah. That that scene yeah. happens too. Amy so, mother. Yeah. So it's it's like yeah. Uh, again, where where was her Oscar? <laughs> but, um, they go further into the ruins. The yeah. Well, after like people have disappeared, Amy's gone, Tim Curry's gone, and then extras are gone. Some of the porters took yeah. off yeah. Uh, the remainder of them, except for. No, Mr. Echo and, like, two of the other porters are still right there. there. Um, so, you know, Peter's like, I have to find Amy, we have to make sure she's safe, and then Monroe was like, we also need to make sure that the people are safe, yeah. so we need to go and get uh, Tim Curry out of the ruins mm -hmm. before we leave. You know, but just promise me that you'll prioritize yeah, the people. The people. Um, so they go back into the ruins, they start, like, encountering different hieroglyphs depicting what happened and it, it, it's basically like um the uh the master like the ones who built this this palace mm -hmm. started breeding gorillas for the purpose of uh having them act as guard yeah. dogs yeah. they they yeah. trained them to kill people in violent you know stealthy ways and you know the, the ones who didn't past that were all killed mm -hmm. um so the ones guarding the temple have been bred to be the perfect killers pretty much yeah and tim curry shows up he's like oh i was down here exploring but also yeah. uh, you know tying into jurassic park-esque themes seemingly the gorillas uh killed their masters eventually they eventually just wisened up and mm -hmm. overthrew the humans and killed them and then have been guarding this city perpetually ever since yeah um, so, yeah, they do encounter Tim Curry. He was down there searching, uh, unsuccessfully. Uh, they keep going down deeper until they finally come across, uh, a big open mm -hmm. mine, cavernous mine area. Yeah, diamonds. And the ground is literally littered with diamonds. Book and diamonds. What we came for, we're gonna be rich! Swallow as many as you can. Yeah. We're, you know, we're gonna be rich. Um, but this, uh, chamber is also home to the, to the white gorillas. Uh, they live in the canyon walls mm -hmm. and they emerge not happy that people are pilfering these diamonds. And I love that it's clearly a different set. It like, is. Is that the exit? The one marked as exit, maybe? <laughs> uh, to the gift shop? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, we got it. We got to try it. Yeah. So they, they start venturing across the, uh, the, you know, this room, but mm -hmm. Tim Curry gets too greedy yeah. and the white gorillas smash his uh, head. Smash his head. Yeah. They, they Donkey Kong, like, Chop him. pound him. <laughs> oh, my back! Um, and Laura Linney and company get to the other, the, what looks like an exit, but mm -hmm. it's actually a giant geode. Yeah, it's the blue diamond geode. Charlie and Jeffrey are dead. Yeah. See, they have been killed. She gets over gorillas. it real quick, though. She's like, Charles! Wipes the tear away. And she Fine. gives Peter a gun. Yeah. Like, you know. I don't care if you want it. Yeah. I don't want a daytime. I don't like the daytime enemies. I don't care if you want to take it. Yeah, Laura Linney is, is, has done this before. Um, so they, um, they, uh, they start, um, sorry, there's a dog. There's a dog in the background. Um, yeah, that's not. Part of the, the jungle we're in. That's not. <laughs> it's all not those, Jonathan skipping. All those ambient animal noises. Yeah. Uh, the. Yeah, so they're they're in there, but they are getting cornered by these gorillas, and uh, Mr. Echo and the other porters are killed mm -hmm. while fighting them off yeah. until it's only Monroe, uh, Laura Linney, and Peter. Yeah. Um, and he's like, like, how are we gonna get out of this? And Laura Linney's like, give me two minutes, and I'll get us out. And of here. she whips out this diamond laser, and I went, my God, the diamond laser! <laughs> but uh, before the greatest reveal in cinema. Yeah, well, before that, yeah. uh, Peter 
you know, uh, stumbles out and is getting attacked, but Amy emerges and is like, no more fighting. Yeah. You know. Amy screams. <laughs> I protect Peter. He's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then like. Mommy, hug me. And then, you know, Peter's like bewildered the whole time. And then uh, seemingly the other gorillas are backing off. Like Amy is enough to keep them like. Satiated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe they would have been up to negotiate. Yeah. But we don't find out. Uh, because Laura Linney emerges with her laser cannon and just mows them down. Ices <laughs> them all. She said, endangered species, where? And just lasers through these gorillas. Hands, heads. She doesn't care. She's like, they're going to die. Uh, and then, you know, the volcano starts going off. I never thought, Laura Linney, I would see her in this light. Uh, like a like a, like a a volcano erupts. Like the, start, the volcano starts erupting. There's like a plume of lava that wipes out the yeah. rest of the gorillas. Some of the gorillas are jumping in the lava. Um, for no reason. The the protags uh, escape. Um, they're they're making their way back out into the jungle set, mm-hmm. uh, where the earthquake is is tearing. You know, the eruption is tearing yeah. the earth apart. Yeah, and the magma um, is spewing. Peter falls. Amy saves him. Yeah, we get that like "give me your hand" moment. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Laura Linney lasers a tree down yeah, to climb, like create climb. like a, a Zelda yeah. bridge. Um. And they, they escape, mm-hmm. uh, but the entire city of Zinj complex is destroyed yeah. as this volcanic eruption yeah. occurs. And then they arrive back at the grounded plane, Laura Linney's like, there's going to be a box in there with a hot air balloon to get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they call it a transport, mm-hmm. so that we we can yeah. wait a moment before seeing that it's a doofy hot air balloon. Yeah. Um, but uh, she contacts um, Travacorp, yeah. she calls them. And uh, she's like, I'm sorry, but Charles is dead. Where's the diamond? Where's the diamond? <laughs> and she's like, I knew it. <gasps> what would happen if I pointed this laser at that satellite? Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> That's th- that that chip is a something something gigawatt processor. If you do that, it'll it'll blow the satellite out mm. of the sky. And, you know, and then he, Laura Linney does just that. She mounts the laser cannon, fires it into space. Which, again, Grant's not here to refute it. The laser had the coordinates of the satellite because of the, the, the call. Mm-hmm. Um, so Laura Linney brings down a communications satellite, uh, seemingly to an unsuspecting city somewhere. Killing millions, yeah. I, I, I can only assume. Um, but, you know, her ties with the company have been cut. Um, and then... Uh, Amy goes, Africa, my mom. Yeah. Need to stay. So you, yeah, you you go, I stay, or, or yeah, and she uh, reunites with the gorillas from previously yeah. or from earlier, and you know they're going to be her new family, mm-hmm. and uh, she's you know gives Peter some flowers, and she's like, I'm <laughs> you never gonna, bought me flowers, Dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna peace out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Amy, love you, but yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> not to put a label on it, but Amy's going to go. Um, and uh, you know Peter is clearly broken up about this but Monroe's like she'll be fine she knows how to survive mm-hmm. like we need to get out of here yeah. now um but they do have the hot air balloon <laughs> then we get the Jonathan moment damn throw this away as I peel out a diamond yeah just, just throw it away Peter throws it away Monroe's like ouch yeah. uh and he's like you know the wind should carry us to safety and mm. you know um the movie ends the movie as ends. Amy's looking on just <laughs> cross-eyed. The, the John Patchlick Shamley credit pops oh, up. and that destroyed me. I said, what? <laughs> Your perception of reality yeah, shifted I, in that moment. I left my body at that moment. And the movie <laughs> ended, but... That stupid Winnie the Pooh gif. Of, like, yeah. 
of his spirit flying out of his body. <laughs> Astral projection. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So, and then and then credits roll. So, oh my. Dad, what did you do to me? That was Congo. I listen. I can't in good conscience said that this podcast episode was going to be good, but mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. And it was wonderful, and I'd watch it ten thousand times. I'm glad. I'm glad you would. That's all I can hope for. I mean, what else can I say? It had everything. It had Laura Linney, Tim Curry, a star-studded cast, Amy in suit. Yeah. It's it's just a it's like a charmingly this was like only a nineties like this could have yeah. only been done yeah. in 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 like the nineties like that, that <laughs> but a people didn't care would would like this would get through mm-hmm. and, and you know as we and, you know if they had waited just a bit they probably could have CGI'd some better gorillas yeah um but I don't think the stupider elements of the plot would have sustained a realistic movie mm-hmm. so you know like. It you take what, what you can get. Yeah. It balances out. Yeah. Uh, Congo is Congo. So. <laughs> Amy, go. You stay. <laughs> Jonathan, podcast? Amy, Miss Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, no, there's real actors here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, that's Congo. Oh, I'm boy. glad that I could share it with uh, you and our listeners. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I definitely recommend it. Good, good. Thank goodness for Sinister Six. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. It's opened It's opened yeah. your large eye to so much. Yeah, we've so. had a stride. Well, Dan, before we go, is there anywhere that our audience can find us on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast page and our Facebook page. Mm, you can follow me, Jonathan Wykowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter and TikTok, and also you can follow my two podcasts, Nightcaps in the Theater. Being we watch similar movies to this, this is the fodder you would expect on that podcast and get a little drizzy drunk, and then my other podcast, Drink and Read, coming at you with season two real soon. Mm-hmm. I think you know what uh, the worm will turn in that episode or that season. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, you've laid it on pretty thick. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, you don't know, but think, anyways... <laughs> <laughs> next week we conclude Sailor Moon Dan yeah, season that, one that's big doings I think we've got how many do we usually watch three or four four usually I, I think, think we got five next week okay. that I had to limit it to so mea culpa but uh, bring the tissues no, <laughs> it's definitely a somber ending yes yeah it, I won't expect some fun times next time with the Sailor Scouts it gets really somber for a minute there um, but we will be ending Sailor Moon Season one. So yeah. I, Another. I hope you join us. Yeah. Uh, some good anime content coming your way. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, yeah. you have more uh, holiday festivities to look forward to. I'm going to hype that up. It's coming. It's set in stone. I'm going to will it to happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. <sighs> Amy hosts Christmas podcast. <laughs> I just hope I have a shot at immortality because I'll need it. <laughs> what? You survived anime was not a mistake spin off series? The Sinister Six? Well, there's always next time. (laughs) As you wait with bated breath, remember to rate, review, subscribe, where most podcasts are easily found, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and more. Remember, boils and ghouls, if you enjoyed the hosting by me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, stand-in cryptkeeper, and the Igor of my eye, Daniel Ryan, support us on social media. 
And last, but certainly not least, remember to reach out to us on Anime Was Not A Mistake Pod on Instagram, or follow Anime Was Not A Mistake Podcast on Facebook. This way, we can continue to make our anime-based dreams come true, and your nightmares a reality. Until we meet again, remember to constantly ask yourself, is anime a mistake? We know for certain that any film with the Sinister Six misnomer is destined for depravity.